Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hollywood. I'm Rich Rapolino. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where from day one, our mission has been to nurture the creative journey from start to finish and inspire creators to realize their vision. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Rich. Oh, and Rich is here. Yes. Oh, hi. Yes. Producer Rich here <laughs> filling in for, for one Tom Merritt. And uh, of course, what else could we have but the About Us page for Visco? to uh, kick off I mean, you went so deep into the thing archives <laughs> we have a tab where Visco. we list all the things had to go back to to visco is that do we quick check visco still a thing is it a thing check anybody anybody visco? anybody anybody Oof. Mm. you know that feels so pre-pandemic thing- thingdom giveth and thingdom taketh away <laughs> well the first thing that I'm going to give it into the, the thing world is I, I guess I'm just like calling this. This may be something that people have seen out there before, but I'm just, I have to declare the thingdom of electric lawnmowers, just kind of taking over the lawnmower world. Maybe this is because I'm just doing more yard maintenance this time of year, but I, for the, for the longest time, let me just preface this for the longest time, my father-in-law has had a corded electric lawnmower like his little tiny electric lawnmower he proudly uses he loves it says the best lawnmower ever Mm. and like a corded mower there's if depending on your yard size maybe not the most practical thing but it seems like we've hit the the moment where the battery power you know like the batteries are affordable enough the mowers are affordable enough powerful enough last for you know your your third of an acre size lawn or something you're kind of more smaller-ish suburban lawns uh, to uh, to get the job done. I don't know. It just seems like I've seen so many people now kind of switching over to those. They seem the price points are like, oh, that's not burdensome for your budget. If you're looking for a loon to lawnmower, I'm calling it. I love this. That's so great to hear. <laughs> I have no idea because I have like a little strip of turf and then a bunch of, you know, other stuff. But I know that in California, look at that best electric lawnmowers of 2022. Mm-hmm. CNET. We tested them all. Kamado Grill. How much are these guys? Two fifty to five fifty. Not terrible. Yeah, you can, um, you can get done. In California, we mandated maybe it was just Northern California. I don't know if it was statewide, but mandated electric leaf blowers and and I believe weed whackers. by twenty twenty four, right? Yeah, I think so because they're. And at first, I was like, "Give me a break," but it turns out that they use as much gas as like a Honda Civic. Like it's a crazy. <laughs> amount of gas and emissions but this must be i mean but also it's quiet yeah that's the thing for me is uh like for the longest time i've that's like my test for all wireless earbuds is how well they drown out the drone of a loud uh gas-powered mower and uh if i can get that and not have to like blow out my eardrums like blasting music or or you know spending more on noise canceling earbuds i am all for that and yeah sure it's better for environment or so i guess i don't know whatever 
Uh, but uh, that 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 is always my litmus test. In in kind of related news, I found the city of Cleveland, right uh, right where I live, was giving a hundred dollar uh, credit to the first two hundred residents that traded in their old gas one. Uh, oh for, really? For one. Yeah. So even a little uh, incentive in the Rust Belt, and. Uh, according to, I had a, uh, what is this, a Bazinga article? It's a, it's a Newswire piece uh, that uh, found that electric lawnmowers, the fastest growing uh, lawnmower by propulsion type uh, in twenty in the in Q1, I believe. Uh, so, Dude. Uh, yeah. Although, That's interestingly, so cool. the fastest growing se- by type, fastest growing segment is robotic lawnmowers, which I am even more behind. If we can get the, the Roomba of, uh, <laughs> of lawnmowers soon. I mean, for real, I just got to self-propelled, which I see, which is apparently not what I was hoping. I thought it was robotic, but it's not quite. Mm. Yeah. Where is the Roomba for lawnmowers? That would be awesome. I know they've had some for a while where it's like, but you have to like install a, like a line on your, your yard line. So the, the mower knows kind of where to go. Um, and I know there's all sorts of limitations for those, but interesting. Uh, but that they, I, it, to me, it's, it's the price, right? Like we've had. Mm-hmm. We've had these for a while, but it's and especially quarter ones go back probably to the 80s, 70s or whatever. Uh, but it's like, OK, we can we can have a no compromise basically experience for these. Although the shady thing is I, I've seen some that are advertised like, oh, when you buy the package, it gives you like two hours of runtime. But only if you like swap three batteries <laughs> by the end of it uh, and the batteries take I like see. six hours to charge. So it's perhaps not the most some of them a little uh, bait and switch, perhaps. Perhaps. Although, honestly, I'm looking at these and it's not just that they're price competitive. They're like way cheaper. The yeah. average, like I'm seeing, you know, this Ego Power self-propelled battery one for $549 at Ace mm-hmm. versus a Honda self-propelled uh, gas-powered lawnmower for $879. Yeah. They might even be like a little bit cheaper in some cases. And in which case, why wouldn't you? Just for the kind of like not having to keep gas around your garage slash sound and emissions. or having to winterize it or having to like mix the oil and well that's, that's not really lawnmowers but like have that's more snowblowers but like having to mix the oil at the gas to get the you know the mix right and stuff like that it's like i'm i'm, I'm done with all that just let me, oh, let me plug it in that all sounds terrifying i recently <laughs> got a little gas power generator just as backup and i was like i'm afraid of the gas situation <laughs> not to be like a girl mm-hmm. and then i was like wait can i just plug my house into my car are we doing that yet? That would be ideal. Um, Although the one thing is all of the companies will lock you into their type of batteries for like all of their their electric, uh, uh, like yard maintenance stuff. So like your battery for your lawnmower will only work with your weed whacker if you use the same brand. That's like, the, that's the catch with all of these. Oh, ones. that's annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smart, but yes. annoying. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I love this one. This is a great, this is a great beginning of summer call. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm loving the timing, the new sense and the trend itself. It's great. Well, as you know, and if you listen to the um, pre-show, if you are a member of our Patreon at patreon.com slash it's a thing, you know that my TikTok feed is the crown jewel of my life. It is. (laughs) It's the only social media that makes me feel happy because I have carefully curated this feed to only be dog content. Mm. I'll allow the occasional, like there's like a mommy farmer. She's got some, like a lot of baby goats and stuff, which is very (laughs) cute and lots of different types of critters. I'll allow the occasional interspecies adorableness. Like it's like (laughs) a kitten and a puppy that love each other, like a dog and a pig. Okay. That's okay. But it's mostly 
cute dogs, primarily huskies. And what I have discovered in watching a lot of these cute dog TikToks is this thing called the pup cup. And the pup cup is a thing. It is uh, also known as a puppuccino. Oh, okay. It's on, it's a Starbucks secret item menu. And evidently at some Starbucks, and you'll see on TikTok, you do it in the drive-thru and then your dog gets really excited. And then the nice people at Starbucks are so happy to see your <laughs> cute dog being all excited because your dog is about to get a pup cup or a puppuccino, which is just like a teeny little cup filled with whipped cream. <laughs> so I don't know if, if that's a brand name because uh, there was an ice cream place around us. East Coast Custard has something on their menu. I'm 99% sure is called the Pup Cup. But it's a frozen – it's basically dog ice cream, right, that you give to your dog. Uh, so I wonder, did they uh, did they have the uh, – <laughs> they didn't copyright the name. I guess Starbucks got it. I don't – well, I Starbucks started menu, as so. Puppet – yeah, they started with Puppuccino. Okay, okay. It's, it's officially called on the Starbucks secret menu. It's officially called the Puppuccino, which mm. is freaking adorable. <laughs> and then a bunch cool. of other uh, companies do it. Yes, Dutch Bros does it. And then they'll put even like a little dog cookie on top, apparently. Uh, reportedly, according to whatthefroth.com, Dunkin' Donuts offers uh, will do a puppuccino for your puppeter. And then Pete's Coffee also. Mm. And then some some local coffee shops will do a pup cup. I mean, this is a big upgrade to the like bank teller milk bone situation that's been going on for years. I mean, don't get me wrong. Appreciated milk bone better than no treat for your dog. I'm just saying for a discerning dog. This sounds like a much uh, much better situation, right? It's a it's a legit treat. It's also very funny that some of the photos um, that you will find online when you look for puppuccino include like these sort of miserable little like Frenchies and French bulldogs and stuff with the flat faces because they can't get their little they don't have a snout to get the in the cup. It's the they're doomed. Cruelty. Now, do you think? Now, I know the uh, with all fast all things fast food, right? Everything is drive through now. That's like every brand is doing has to do drive through. That's the only way they can they can keep growing or some, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is there now like a silent arms race to to one up pup treats to be a further incentive to bring you back? <laughs> like Starbucks oh started God. it, the puppuccino, and now, but now every brand has no choice but to come right. up with the competitor. They all have to do it. According to App Porter in the Discord, you can get a Dairy Queen. It's a secret menu item, also. Mm-hmm. What's next? They're going to have to give out like baby toys and stuff. Now, is this all uh, like uh, uh, the non-dairy ice cream? Like I'm assuming like just like a cup of milk ain't great for your dog. I I have not tried this and I would be a little nervous. Like my dogs don't, they're not sensitive stomach dogs, but yeah, it's a cup of whipped cream. So like do your research first (laughs) plan accordingly. Because maybe some of them barf afterwards. I don't really know. You could just test it. Give them a little bit at first and test. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, I thought about that, too. I was like, it's a cup of whipped cream, eh? Hmm. (laughs) Seems like a tough way to find out if your dog is not that dairy tolerant. Yeah. Start uh, small. Start small. Little, little, I don't know. Not not the best. Um, But also, just go to TikTok and type type in pup cup. Like, just a pup cup. It's so freaking cute. So cute. And the dogs know it. They, of course, know the name. Like, literally, it's like there's one dog that on Thursdays they go to get pup cups. And the lady can be like, it's Thursday. And then the dog starts getting all excited. I mean, they're way smarter than they, that we think. You guys. I mean, yeah. I mean, they they have completely uh, uh, wrapped us around their fingers and we truly have no choice. 
yeah. uh, to uh, just to listen to them. It's, we uh, made a chinos for them. <laughs> There's no cat a chino. We made puppuccinos. Oh, Unbelievable. All right. Well, my uh, my next thing. This comes uh, started out uh, courtesy of my daughter Izzy, and I'm I'm calling this watermelon decor slash uh, apparel. It seems to be having a moment over the course. I've definitely noticed it this summer building up, I think to a peak. Now I was trying to find it's weird watermelon decor. You just get like a bunch of like 4th of July looking plates, mm-hmm. th- that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but I, 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 she like it, she has one pair of shorts. They're watermelon shorts. She loves them. She keeps asking for them if they're clean, stuff like that. They're just her favorite shorts. And I was at first, I was a little worried. I was like, Oh, are we going to be able to find these? I can't, you know, uh, What's going on? Where am I going to be able to find these? And then it was like no problem. They were like every single place has them. Target has like 50,000 pairs of watermelon shorts. Uh, and so <laughs> for me, it just seems like I've seen more uh, like summer decor or like summer spring decor, that kind of transitional stuff. Like I- I've seen uh, like ceramics. I've seen uh, tablecloths. It just seems like this is the new way to signify the start. <laughs> Jackie is even bringing in a watermelon dress that has just been bought <laughs> for my daughter <laughs> to speak. And I, I think I have a theory as to why watermelon is emerging. And I think it has to do with there seems to be less like they used to be the default for especially around early summer into going in July. Everybody's wearing their red, white and blue. Right. I think mm. maybe we're where there's that because of whatever reason, people are pulling back from that a little bit and have embraced the watermelon as the stand-in signifier for summer. For that's summer. Oh, that is clever. I found, while you were talking, a 50, $58, $59 pillow, like cushion, couch cushion on mm. Target that is clearly not meant to be like an outdoor barbecue thing either. It's just like a nice like couch cushion. Mm-hmm. But that makes so much sense. You're totally right because we are in a, sort of an unfortunate time where flags are kind of loaded. Mm-hmm. And so people are now using evidently watermelon as decor. Oh my God. It's everywhere. I just found a, hold on. Where is this from? <laughs> Decoratist.com 27 plus watermelon decor ideas. And I've seen the watermelon color palette. Cute. Even uh, a couple of designers uh, were kind of throwing that out there as being like, Hey, this is it's neutral. Some, you know, it can be neutral, but with just enough punch of color. Uh, to kind of to accent stuff, so maybe not directly watermelon, but right. uh, I, but I feel the like pink for watermelon sure adjacent. Yes, and found a, I found a home decor, uh, you know, trends for summer twenty twenty two article that mentioned that watermelon pink is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. at you! That's a good summer ca- man. You are really this is a very season. It's a seasonal episode. Here's the here. thing. Here's the thing. It's if if I notice my kids on it, I seek a way to validate it in, in my own life. I'm just happy that I can find plenty of watermelon stuff for Izzy. That's like the bottom line of it. Because she loves it. She loves it. Oh my God, it's so cute. Except when it's all so cute. I want to get that little pillow for somewhere. I don't know where the hell it is. That's a lot of colors. That that is. But put put it on a glider on a porch all of a sudden. Hey, brings the outside more outside. I like it. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh, now I need it. Damn it. Well, I'm excited that it's summer. And school is out mm-hmm. so that maybe um, the kids will start wearing pants again. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Didn't see that coming. I know. 
every day at school and out in the world, and they're probably not going to do it, is apparently plaid pajama day. Pad, plaid pajama pants. All the kids are wearing plaid pajama pants everywhere, including to school. It's like, it's like post-pandemic, pajamas just took over. <laughs> pants. And I have been saying for a while, usually in airports where uh, all the women are wearing leggings, that <laughs> this makes me sound like such an old lady, but I'm like, pants lost. Like <laughs> in America, in the war for butts, pants lost. And I feel really like the chance, pajama Molly? thing, like, what? Did they ever really stand a chance? I, no, absolutely <laughs> not. They're uncomfortable and unflattering. And apparently everybody decided that all at once and was like, no, I'm just wearing yoga pants because they're a lot more comfortable or leggings because I don't know. I think I look cute in them. And then the evolution of pants losing in America is this like kids wearing p- plaid pajama pants everywhere. Which is Weird to me because I, again, not to sound like an old man, like that's a that's a extraordinarily absorbent material. Like it's like to me, like for outdoor use, I'm like if there's dewy grass, I don't want my pants soaking that up. <laughs> like that's just my first. That's why I never got into jinkos. Okay, I I need some yeah. some distance between ground matter and my pant. That's a basic utility I have. Maybe I'm I'm old fashioned that way. Also, like it's very they're very pantsable. Mm. Like if you want to come up behind somebody oh, oh, and yank their pants down, there's no security there. That drawstring. There's no security. Nothing. No, it's not helping you at all. <laughs> but they don't even care. I was at a Warriors. I was at the Warriors game the other day, and one of the we went to dinner after with some like other investors, like people I was just meeting, mm. and one of them, his son, was wearing plaid pajama pants to the Warriors game. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a place to be seen, right? Uh, like up close. Yeah. Like. Real close to the court, plaid pajama pants with socks and Birkenstocks. Now, that and socks like, and Birkenstocks is what the if, kids do. If you're going to wear the pajama pants, you might as well wear the either socks and Crocs or socks and Birkies. Like that, I feel like that's the only <laughs> way to complete the look, right? <laughs> socks and Crocs. Socks and Crocs. And socks and Birkies. I want to be like two coffee shops that I open next door to each other. <laughs> no, it's like it's like sharks and jets in West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> it totally is. Are you a socks and Crocs or a socks and Birkies? Uh, see now, I don't want to not to make a, a slippery slope argument, but I'm going to make a slippery slope argument because uh, yeah. because you know, kind of to your point, Molly, with with the uh, the leggings and the yoga pants kind of kind of taking over. On the dude side, there has been this rapid decline of we're just going to wear the wear athletic pants, whatever you want, joggers. I don't even know whatever you want to call mm-hmm. them. Things that don't have a fly is how I like to describe them as yeah. like has had become the norm pre pandemic. And again, I feel like then it's, it's a very narrow uh, jump into I'm just doing pajama pant all the time. Don't need totally. anything else. And I quite honestly, if you're already at, I'm wearing sweatpants or joggers, whatever you want to call them all the time. Seems like it's not too far to get into pajama pant all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, re- I really think this is like an evolution of, like first there was athleisure, mm-hmm. then there was pandemic where even athleisure was too much work <laughs> yeah. because there was no difference between bed and school. Because I'm not bed and I'm work. Going to the gym, come on. And I like yeah, I don't know why it became plaid pajama pants, other than to base it instead of joggers, other than to like aggressively indicate like nope, every day is pajama day. <laughs> but I found 
like an article about it from November 2021. So apparently it had, you know, in places where kids were back to school, unlike where I live, mm. it had already become a thing. But I mean, it's like, it is such a thing. My, I have my one friend who's my barometer for, <laughs> hope she never listens to the show. She's my barometer <laughs> for when things have gone super mainstream mm-hmm. because she's the person who will, I'm trying to think of like something insanely obvious. Like, do you guys know about this like Elon Musk guy? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> like that. She's like that friend. And she was like, what is up with all the kids wearing plaid pajama pants? And I was like, shit, I hope I'm not too late to talk about this on this thing because <laughs> it's really a thing. You're like, oh, you're my least common thing denominator. I can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, woo, I almost missed this boat. I've had it on my, in the bullpen. We've, we've got Dang. it here. We've, de- we've declared it sometimes. You know, like we say on the show, sometimes we're breaking things. Sometimes we're just recognizing things that we're living with right now. Exactly. We're the thing makers. In True. this case, it's a thing maker situation. And thank goodness I got that. Whoo, pants lost. But and you know who are the tr- you know who are the true thing makers, Molly? That's right. Our you, listeners. My friends. And they, you, my friends. Oh, yeah. Dear listeners. Yes. Truly. And they send us great stuff in at feedback at it's a thing dot me. We got an email in from Tara from Pleasant, Minnesota. She wrote in on Vibe Checks. She says, Ritomo, Bader Meinhof, recency bias. Who can even tell? She just listened to the Ohio Vibes episode 216 and refreshed uh, my podcast queue and an episode of Upgrade with the title Apple Park Vibe Check appeared. Not sure if I had heard the phrase Vibe Check before today, but thank y'all. I'm well prepared. And she gives us a link to the podcast. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, you know, Molly, again, speaking of being right on time, right on time with the uh, the vibe. That was close. That was that was that was real close. Um, also, I'd like to know if if that is in contract to contrast to unpleasant Minnesota is like a nicer part. Just kidding. <laughs> it's all pleasant. Minnesota's pleasant. Maybe because it's warmish. It might be nice warmth. weather. Maybe yeah. The pleasant. Yep. Melinda writes in on Home Chef. Last week, of course, we talked about HelloFresh. I was like, that's the thing. It's a thing. Uh, But the other thing seems to be Home Chef. And Melinda writes in and says, I have been using Home Chef on and off for the last four years. I've rarely been disappointed and the portions are large enough for my husband to be satisfied. What's nice is that many of the recipes are easily recreated without the kit. And a shopping list is available in the app. Oh, I'm doing that. Attach our few photos. My mother-in-law likes texting us pictures of their dinners most nights. So we send ours right back in the family chat. It's a good looking little, uh, like a sort of sopapilla looking situation there. Mm-hmm. It was uh, th- that idea of, of sending your family photos of your dinner. This is adorable. That's Melinda, adorable. Melinda, you do you. And yeah, that's my thing. There's a couple of uh, uh, food delivery services where they, they keep the recipes behind the paywall. And uh, that's what I appreciate about HelloFresh and evidently Home Chef is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you can still access those uh, whenever you want, which is which is huge. Yeah, definitely. All right. Jeanette wrote in on Unbreaded. She says, thanks for another greatly entertaining episode. What are the chances that Unbreaded is a reference to the chicken sandwich? <laughs> As in when something is freed, it's a nod to the chicken filet being freed from the sandwich bread, maybe because so many people are tired of the chicken sandwich have become fairly ubiquitous. Sadly, I can't say that I've heard the term unbreaded in the wild yet, but I'll keep the term in the front of my mind. If everything does come back to chicken sandwiches, I feel like that wow. would be appropriate as, as again, one of the ur things of our society, the chicken sandwich. I mean, I, I, that is such a great observation. And I'm just going to declare that even if it didn't start out that way, <laughs> 
it's that way now. We're going to midrash that into uh, existence. Yeah, because at some point, all things are chicken sandwiches. All things. Uh, Patty wrote in on a counterpoint to Coastal Grandma. Hello, Molly, Tom, producer Rich. Cheers from a first-time emailer. I'm a fashion and wardrobe stylist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -mm. Where have you been all our lives? Okay. Anyway, Patty goes on. I'm a fashion and wardrobe stylist, so I try to keep up with trends, which means I'm on TikTok checking out the micro trends that catch fire there, like the already thing-checked Coastal Grandma aesthetic. Well, there is a thing that's brewing on our good old Twitter, too. The 80s cocaine decor, very on brand with the Gucci thing mentioned on episode 215, if you ask me, but different from the clutter core mentioned there too. According to a recent Vice article, the influence comes from Art Deco styles that influenced the 80s and is now having a revival with maximalism, exoticism, and Miami vibes. Mm. Movies like Scarface, Casino, or Miami Vice, Lucite. All marble and mirror spaces, black lacquered and brass accented cabinets, huge white leather sofas. There's even a Twitter account called Cocaine Decor who shares pictures of this decoration aesthetic clearly contrasting with the Japandi and Scandinavian minimalism or mid-century modern that have been so popular for a while. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. And then Patty goes on to say, this made me think of an article on time.com that states that pop culture has entered an unapologetic bad taste era that differentiates from poor taste as in the former being intentionally sassy and extra while the latter reflects bad manners and ill judgment and therefore is cancelable and frowned upon. Anyway, don't get too surprised if you start seeing this decoration all around the trendy clubs and hotels in LA and SF, your thingiest fan. Holy cow. This email is a masterpiece. Patty, you got it. Uh, I, I I do think there is with with both of these design trends and and kind of maximalism we talked about a couple of years ago now is that like the whole mid century modern thing is just this almost like unstoppable like every single regardless of what price point you're shopping at there yeah that's kind of all you're seeing and I feel like there is like. It's like, okay, millennials, we get it. You like thinking you're in Mad Men. It's great. It's geometric, whatever. And <laughs> and wanting just anything that reacts away to that. And it helps that this also has a retro tie-in. Uh, <laughs> 80s cocaine. Definitely. <laughs> Dude, 80s cocaine. That is just spectacular. Mm. It's also like, I'm thinking back to, because I know we have done this. Like I'm thinking back to like four or five years ago or something. When we were probably on the show just all, like I was like all oblivious, like mid-century modern is like kind of a thing, you guys. And then little did we know that it would be the chicken sandwich and just eat the world. <laughs> and everyone finally was like, you know what? I can't keep shit that clean. I've said mm. that brown word two times on the show today. I'm so sorry. Oh boy. We got to put in a content warning on this. I know. Oh, we're going to have to get that E. Right. Um I, but our, I, I, for one, love it because if maximalist is code for things are kind of messy, then thank God. Mm -hmm. And uh, we didn't also uh, just get emails and we also got something in on Twitter at health student sent a tweet on a new food thing. And remember, uh, Molly, we're at, at it's a thing, right? On Twitter. We are. Yes. We are at, at a thing, which is, by the way, the origin story of the podcast. For those who may have forgotten low these many years, uh, I created the it's a thing Twitter account back in 2010 to be like, sometimes I see stuff that I think is a thing. And boom, a show was born. <laughs> and we That's arrived it. at 80s. It's just that simple. Decor. 
<laughs> but anyway, uh, at health student wrote in and, uh, or tweeted at us and said, the video ads on the ferry are pushing caviar really hard. I think this is officially a thing. This was in a reply to a New York Times article, uh, caviar bumps in which a dollop of fish row is eaten, not snorted off the back of one's hand have become a trendy way to consume the pricey delicacies. And then there's a quote, people used to get high off drugs. Now we're getting high off food. Uh, and, uh, evidently they cost 20 bucks to do a, a bump of, uh, caviar. Uh, dude. <laughs> I mean, I think we can say that thing them has been accomplished. Oh, oh yeah. Thing virgence has been accomplished. Like we have cocaine decor and cocaine caviar. <laughs> so like a caviar is a thing, but clearly so are the eighties. Yeah. In the cocaine way. Mm-hmm. Do you think cocaine cocaine is going to come back? I have no way to evaluate this. I'm just going to say that now. If do they serve the caviar on a mirror? That's my question. I hope so. I mean if you're if you're going to go for that, I guess, you know, whatever you're going to. there was interesting in the uh um I couldn't read the New York Times it was behind the paywall, but Business Insider rewrote the article. I mean, had their own take on it. And uh, they uh, they were saying that, you know, for 20 bucks, it's actually cheaper than some of the drinks in the bars that this is going on in. And that part of the popularity of this might be that uh, uh, caviar harvesting has got more efficient and cheaper over the years. So it's partially like it's eh, caviar is not what it used to be either. Maybe there's that. Which I find that's true because you can just get it at the grocery store. That's true. It's true. So sorry, I, by the way, Gen Z just started following cocaine decor which has forty five thousand followers it's gonna have forty five thousand forty five point two thousand and one because i am also now following oh my good you know what audience we could not do this without you this is phenomenal feedback and it's a thing dot me is our email address please keep it coming this is amazing and finally we come to the most fun part of the show the shout outs Patreon.com slash it's a thing I mentioned earlier is where you can support the show at any level. And those of you who support us at the coveted shout out level, get handcrafted, carefully constructed, culturally zeitgeist-ish shout outs created by producer Rich week after week after week. This week, they're based on a description of Pantone's 2022 color of the year, which is Pantone 173938, very Perry. Hold on a second. Very Perry. It's like image. It's like purpley. It's like purpley. I was hoping that it was going to be watermelon, but I remember that it's kind of purplish. If it's watermelon, that watermelon went bad. That would have been freaking amazing. Though. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, all right, uh, start us off. I will start us off. Displaying a carefree confidence and a daring curiosity that animates our creative spirit, inquisitive and intriguing David Grizzlysmith helps us to embrace this altered landscape of possibilities, opening us up to a new vision as we rewrite Morris Jones, rekindling gratitude for some of the qualities that Benjamin Forrest represents, complemented by a new perspective that resonates today. Lee Price places the future ahead in a new light. We are living in transformative times. Kevin Sill is a symbol of the global zeitgeist of the moment and the transition Eric Duncan is going through. As we emerge from an intense period of isolation, our Jake Woods and Gabrielle Cohens are changing, and our physical and digital Lara Abel has merged in new ways. 
Digital design helps us to stretch the limits of Miranda Janelle, opening the door to a dynamic virtual Andrew Bradley, where we can explore and create new Joe Hood possibilities. With trends in gaming, the expanding popularity of the metaverse, and rising artistic community in the digital space, Mike Akins illustrates the fusion of modern life and how Louis St. Amour trends in the digital world are being manifested in the James C. Smith world and vice versa. I, I, I was going to say very clearly, vice versa. If you didn't, and vice versa. If you didn't say that, I was going to have to add that in. It was, it was it, rough. The vice versa is really what takes this to infinity level bad writing. <laughs> There's also so this is this is the copy like, <laughs> with just names put in for Pantone or wherever I could fit them in. But there's a disturbing lack of commas in this entire thing. That is, there's not a single freaking comma. It's very upsetting. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Wow. This was all written about a color. It's the and vice versa that does it for me. It's like we, they ran, they just ran out of energy. They just got tired. You might as well just put et cetera. I do enjoy that they got metaverse and a reference to NFTs in, uh, in their yeah. 22 color description, which is. But like subtly, because they didn't want to turn people off too much. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's magical. Not as magical as all of you, though. Really, truly, and sincerely, we are so grateful to you for supporting this show because it gets our butts in these chairs week after week, and it just makes it an absolute delight. And honestly, what would we do without the shout-outs? Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.